Welcome to the Get Sacred Podcast. I'm your host, life coach, Melissa Elysian, and I'm here to teach you how to create more money, more love, and more sacred success. If you're ready to create a lusciously abundant and pleasure-filled life, you're in the right place. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Happy to have you. So this week on the podcast, I want to, you know, I want to do this one in particular for anyone who is working on a health or wellness goal, who has any, you know, inclinations towards changing their shape or size or appearance or their habits around their physical body. I want to offer to you a new perspective, a new lens that you might take if you find the one that you're using. And I can't say for sure what that is, but there's a pretty popular (laughs) way of thinking about the body. I think even in spiritual circles that um, I think there's an alternate perspective to be taken. There's always multiple perspectives to take in every situation and that looking at them all, the ones that you can find and see through offers different things that you can do. Um, It will give you different insights um, and help with your choosing on a direction on the way that you want to go about accomplishing what you want to accomplish. So traditionally what I think I see in new age spirituality is this idea that the spirit and the body are separate things. And um, for a lot of reasons, I really love that perspective. One of them being that, you know, I've seen what it looks like when someone has an experience that takes them out of their body. And Um, you know, I get to witness that in my work with psychedelics pretty often. So I know what it looks like to have someone who's had maybe traumatic experiences in their body and then them having the opportunity to, with the help of medicine, get some space from their traumatized body, uh, I could go into great detail about the idea of like ego dissolution and that separation. That could be a whole podcast. But certainly when I've seen that something beautiful happens, people connect to something so much bigger, so much grander than they are, so much more timeless, right? So much more infinite than how they perceive themselves when they feel... um, when they feel like they are confined to the limited space of their body. Um, Something really special happens when people can have that room. Not everybody, but I have to say for a lot of my clients who've had traumatic experiences in their body, that that space and room can be so freeing and liberating. So 
that's one of the reasons why this idea of the body and the spirit being separate is something that I can resonate with and I think is useful. Um, I also think it's useful because sometimes we can get, uh, sometimes we, let me just take complete ownership. Sometimes I, (laughs) sometimes I can totally be in my head, totally be in my head, in my mind, listening to my own thoughts um, and perspectives, right? And perceptions and miss out because I'm so uh, fascinated, intrigued, focusing all my energy on my thoughts that I forget to listen and feel into my body. And so recognizing that they are in that way can be different allows me to, with intention, pull in the feelings of my body because I can recognize I'm making them separate. I'm choosing one over the other. Um, So that's another reason why that perspective of uh, this idea of the body and the spirit being separate is useful, right? And so, especially when it pertains to um, goals setting around body and image or health and wellness, if you take that perspective, then you can use your mind to create the body, right? To like change the body, to change the habit. So we kind of like that because then we think, well, I'm going to outthink my body. (laughs) I'm going to outthink my body and um, make it into the way that I want it to be. So that's another reason why one might lean into this idea that they're separate. And I think it's useful. I think that perspective is useful in a lot of ways. I mean, Certainly, that expansiveness that it offers, this idea that you have a a spirit, um, if you're one who believes in an afterlife or that there's more than what meets the eye, then the idea that your spirit goes on and that the body perishes when we know that that is in fact what the body is going to (laughs) do is reassuring. And um, you can kind of relax into that idea. Um, that can be its own liberation for a lifetime. And that's the part where I want to dive in a little bit deeper and then introduce an alternate perspective. So if you are someone who, like me, uh, had the experience in spirituality or maybe in another uh, way of being where you were offered this idea that you have a spirit and it goes on and lasts far beyond than your body and it's more than your body and it takes up more space than your body um, and it is only limited by your body, then that perspective, that way of seeing it also offers you relief if you are in a body unappreciated by our society. pause for dramatic effect. Just let that sink in. If you have a body that in one way or the other is not appreciated or approved of by our society, then the belief that you are more than your body 
becomes something that is necessary, almost mandatory for surviving the harshness of existing in a world that does that. If you've been told your body is to this or to that, if it's too light or too dark, if it's too small or too big, if it's not fast enough, if it's not tall enough, if it's too short, all of the things, if it's not able enough, if it can't do all the things, then you've had the experience of living your life in a world that doesn't accept your body. And if that's how you have to do every day, if that's how you have to live, then the idea that your body and your spirit are separate is especially enticing and can be life-saving. It becomes something that's necessary for you to endure the discomfort of the disapproval or the shame or the judgment or the ridicule or whatever version, whatever word really captures the way it makes you feel. And when I think about that, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like the idea of being taught to separate myself from my body in order to tolerate the judgments or the, is judgments, right? The social order of the day. And I'm going to say social order of the day because if you look throughout time and place, you can see that different bodies are the model for what a body should be. It changes all, it changes all the time. There's some aspects I'm going to offer that <laughs> haven't changed a lot in many, many years. But over the, you know, over the history of humankind, even if you just look at what bodies what, what society has celebrated as far as bodies, even over the last few decades, you'll see that it changes. Um, sometimes subtly in short periods of time, but over generations, you'll find <laughs> the way that we dress, the way that we uh, present ourselves, the way that we carry ourselves, the way our bodies look, the ways, the bodies that are the most accepted, the bodies that are most celebrated, even those bodies have changed over time. So I don't love that idea. I don't love that idea of separating my spirit from my body for the purposes of enduring something that is the opposite of freedom and is the opposite of love and is the opposite of acceptance. So I want to offer this perspective because if you're struggling to reach your goals around making changes to your physical body and they all and I'm going to say that it doesn't always equal losing weight even though that's very culturally mm, relevant 
Um, if you're struggling with making changes to your body, then I want to offer to you that maybe you might try on a different perspective about your body, one where you don't need it to, to separate it from this uh, more expansive and everlasting and infinite idea of you having a spirit. I want you to take on um, imagining or just try on the perspective that this body, this very unique and individual body that you have, that no one has the same exact one, is in fact a part of your spirit. And that any idea of separating the spirit from your body comes from a place of of wanting to not, or not wanting to, but comes from a place of not knowing how to love and accept your body as it is because of what you've been taught to think and feel about your body. Now, you can want to create change in your body without it having to be about a lack of love or care or respect or acceptance of your body. You can decide to make changes to your body out of a deep love and appreciation and respect for your body. And I wonder if you took the perspective that this beautiful, unique body that your spirit is is wrapped up in, right? That that is united, that they're united together in this lifetime, that it is a that they're that they're together and that that is a more useful way, maybe, for you to move towards your goals from seeing this body as part of that magical thing. Um, I'm a nerd, so like I love philosophy and I love science and I love like I'm just a nerd. I love I love psychology. Anyway, one of the things that I've been like fishing and snooping around is the idea of like where consciousness comes from and you know, how is it so that this and I'm like holding on to my body, that this unique combination of particles, right? Because that's really also what we are, <laughs> just a bunch of particles, like most everything, like lots of carbon atoms and other things. And But like, um, like this body, where, where was I going? Oh, yeah. Just thinking about this idea that this body that I have that's made out of all of these particles, how does this amazing, unique and combination of particles together equal me having consciousness and equal me having or being spirit? Like what an amazing thing, right? Like you, if you look at everything in nature, it has a composition Um in particles. Like you can just, 
you just can look at it and you can actually, you know, you could, scientists can see because you and I don't spend the time <laughs> like looking under at all of these things under microscopes, or maybe you do, maybe you're into that. Um, all of the things that we see are just made out of particles. Some of them completely inanimate, uh, obviously, lots, and some of them absolutely alive. And some of them made out of very similar particles in different configurations don't have consciousness, awareness, or life, we assume. <laughs> and some of us, and some of us, because we're one part of those things, some of them do. And I, in my digging, have just come to this um, awareness of like, oh, humanness and uh, humanness, because I'll focus in now on me being a human as opposed to focusing on animals, because this is a podcast about creating the life that you want and um, creating more money and love and sacred success and really being authentically yourself so that you can bring your gifts into the world and you can live in such a way that you love every moment of it or as many moments as you possibly can. So me being a human being, I'm just happen to be a set of particles that is configured in this way that like when you do the math and when you add every particle of me up together and you put it together in this way, you know, whatever the recipe for me is, it ends up being a human being with a consciousness and an awareness and thoughts and life and a body. And what if we just, you know, take the time to mm, permit and imagine that those that that part that 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 knowledge there that I'm made out of particles is not separate from the fact that I have consciousness and a spirit. What if the body, just as it's configured in this way, what if this recipe for making me in my human form includes the fact that I this recipe is a spirit? All right, so that might feel like a little bit of a tangent, and I, I assure you. It could be, but I love it, and I think it's necessary. <laughs> because I want to bring you to this idea of the spirit and the body being one. That if you really truly claim to be a spirit, that you might want to invite your body on board. And doing that from a place of being a full acceptance and love and care for that body as a part of your spirit. How does this help you achieve your goals faster or easier or in alignment? It does that because you reclaim this part of who you are as not separate from this higher more spiritual part, that this body that you have is the spiritual part. I mean, if you have a body, I hope you know by now that there's wisdom in it, that it will tell you things, that it has memories, that it knows. It knows what you've experienced. It remembers it, right? You Something happens to you and you don't like it so much, your body remembers <laughs> that it did not like that. It might act up a bit the next time something like that seems to present itself. Not just your mind, your body also, right? The body will tell you things. 
You can feel when something's right. You can feel when something's right. It might not be right forever. (laughs) That's for sure. But you can feel when something, when the idea of something lights you up. You can feel something when it feels right for you. Right. In a way that I don't want to I don't want to confuse the fact that like I know that our body can give us mixed signals, but I want you to see past the fact that it's giving you a mixed signal to recognize that it is giving you a signal based on everything that it knows. It has a wisdom to it. It has a wisdom to it. So I want you to reclaim your body. Let your body be a part of your spirit. Did you know that energetically we can feel things much be- much sooner and faster than we actually can cognitively become aware of them? I love science. I just love science. That energetically, when someone like walks in the room, we can feel, <laughs> we have a feeling about them before we have a thought about them. That's the wisdom and awareness of our body, that it's its own, in its own way, it has a mind that's separate from the thinking that we do. It has an awareness and knows things. So I want you to gather your body. If you've put your body in some separate place and it's not you and it doesn't represent you and it feels cast out because we've been taught to cast our bodies out, to always be questioning our bodies, to always be judging them, to always be editing them. We have been trained as a society, especially if you're a woman listening to this podcast, or especially if you're somebody who's in a body that doesn't feel, that you have not been allowed to present in the way that you feel in that body, then the body has become, can become a burden instead of part of your spirit. Here's a question I want to ask that might like really get you to understand what I'm saying. Like, who were you before someone taught you how to think about your body? Like, who are you before, like, who, who would you be? Who would you have been if you were free to have whatever body and be in whatever body? If, if the body that you had was accepted from the time you were born and you never questioned it and you've never doubted it and you never hated it and you never judged it, you always loved it, you always were an acceptance, you were in a place, you had the privilege of being born and then never having to think to yourself, there's a version of my body that I wouldn't love. There's a version of my body that there's no, I mean to say there's no version of my body that I wouldn't love. That you can imagine your body in any way, shape or form and you would always love that body. Most of us have not had that experience. I don't think I know a person who's really had the experience of any, of of having the experience, Okay, slow down. Of having the experience where they could imagine that in any body, any version of their body, they would love it and they would be in acceptance and that they would love themselves and be in acceptance of themselves in any shape, size, or form. I don't think any of us have had the privilege to have that experience of what I'm going to call freedom, right? Like, we don't do what 
we do to our bodies as far as judgment with nature. I've never looked at a blade of grass and thought it was missing something or like that it was too short (laughs) or that it was too tall, right? Like maybe I want to cut the grass in my yard because I want the grass to be short or be able to walk through it without having to worry about snakes because California life. But I've never actually saw grass and be like, something's wrong with this grass. I don't do that to flowers. I don't do that to birds. I don't do that to nature in the way that I have learned to do that to my body. I'm thinking the only place where I do that to nature is like at the grocery store where we're under the same guise, where we've been taught like that fruit has to have like, it needs to be perfectly round and the apple needs to be perfectly red and shiny. And so we're covering apples with red paint and dyes and wax. Like that's really, that's fucked, right? And we, this is what we also do to our bodies. You have to, you have to do all of that stuff. So I wanna give you this perspective This is why the long rant, I want you to gather your body if you have it like tucked away. If you're like, no, you're different than me. (laughs) You don't represent me. I reject you. I want you to consider why you do that, where you learn that, and that you don't have to do that. That you can bring your body back and allow it and invite it back into your spirit as part of your spirit, as part of this lifetime, as part of who you are. Like if you just have this body for this lifetime. Can you honor it enough to recognize this is the body of this lifetime? This is the body for my spirit. This is a part of my spirit. This holds my spirit. This contains my spirit. This is a vehicle or vessel for my spirit. They are not separate. They are one. This is not a lower entity. This is not a physical less because it's in a physical realm. No, that this is a part of very much a spiritual part of who I am. It has wisdom for me. It has knowledge for me. It has, it carries my memories. It gets me everywhere I'm going. It allows me to do what I can do. Breath happens here. Breath, breath happens here. If you take that on, if you take this loving care and you have this deep reverence for the body, you allow it to traverse this idea that it's in this lesser physical realm and you allow it to live in the spirit world instead of separating it. I think that perspective changes the way you attend to how you make change for your body. I think it changes the journey I think it changes the outcome. I certainly, from my own experience, um, have created change in my body where when I got to the outcome I wanted, I still wasn't happy because I did not actually ever intend to love my body. I thought there was like a shape or a size that I was going to be at and then like then I would really, then I would really love it. No, it wasn't until I actually learned to love it that when I made change, they, they were able to stay or they were more meaningful or, or I got results that were, the journey was different. It wasn't self-loathing. It wasn't punishment. <laughs> it wasn't judgment. It was love and care. And my success was 
in deep gratitude to my body, that I can make more useful change. And it left me in a place of love as opposed to a place where I made the changes and I'm still unhappy because I don't know how to be with it. I, I, because I hadn't learned how to love it because I'm constantly being fed messages that I shouldn't. All right, and rent. Rant is over. I think you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> you must by now. And if you don't, drop me an email. Um, drop me an email if this is a topic that you want to further explore and you have inquiry as to any of the things that I said. But I, I want to I offer this shift in perspective. I want to offer this alternative perspective in the case that it gives to you a more beautiful and more loving and kind and generous way for you to move forward towards what you want for yourself and what gifts of uh, physical health and well-being you want to gift yourself, your body, your spirit as one. Um, yeah, that's what I hope. All right. So to conclude, I love you very much. I wish all the best for you always. Um, what else is going on? If you are working on a goal like this and it has felt really challenging to make change from a place of love and you are working on a goal that has to do with your physical body and you really want to come back to it, you want to learn how to love it, you want to learn how to work towards your goals in a way that don't that doesn't shame you, uh, then you should reach out. And I want to share with you that doing that work will help you with so many other things. Um, doing the work of wellness in your body obviously leans towards more energy and more clarity. But also, if you take this shift in perspective of making change from a place of love and acceptance for yourself, where you make the change as an act of love, if you learn how to do that in your physical body, that is a skill that you get to use in every other area of your life when you get to when you want to create change and you get to create change, right? You get to change that whole uh, way of doing things where you're not forcing and pushing and judging and making yourself small in order to create change. Change happens out of a place of deep love and the process becomes a love affair with yourself, with your divinity, with all of you, every aspect, body, soul, spirit, all of it, your mind, you get to have a love affair with yourself as you act out, giving yourself the things that you want, which is just so much more amazing. All right. And what else did I want you to know? Oh, so to schedule with me, you can head to my website. There's also a link in the show notes. And then also next month I'm doing, is it next month? In two months I'm doing a workshop about um, Rest is Resistance by Trisha Hershey. And so I want to plug that. If you haven't signed up for it yes, yet, you should. Uh, I don't like that word a lot, but I'm not going to take it back. <laughs> I'm just not. If you don't go to the like, read the book. That's all I'm gonna say. Read the book. You read that book, and you if you read that book and you don't end up feeling like, oh, I don't really want to talk about this, then I would be shocked. <laughs> I would be really shocked. Um, so, 
I will also put the link for that in the show notes. And then I guess it's until next time. Talk soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Get Sacred podcast. For more ways to connect, I want you to head to melissaelysian.com. To be coached by me, head to my website and schedule a time for us to chat all things sacred and sovereign about your life. The link is in the show notes. I'll talk to you soon.